Hello and welcome to Watermouth, the show that talks about fitness, nutrition, and life from three average athletes that have no business doing so. I'm your host, Michael, and in today's episode, I am joined with my two gym besties, Cassie and Ashley. We talked about gym equipment, what we like, what we don't like, what we think is underrated, and stick around to the end to hear how we did on the last podwad and what we will be doing on the next one. Also remember, if you'd like to support the show, you can do so with a much appreciated review or you can support us on PayPal. The link will be in the show notes. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. We're talking about one of my favorite uh, one of my favorite topics this time, gym equipment. Woo. But before we get started, guess who's going to work out with me tomorrow? Me madre. <gasps> Yeah. Is she coming to the gym? She's coming. She's go- We're going to be at nine. Are you guys going to be at nine? <gasps> yes. I am not going to be at nine this time. I'm going to be at eight. Uh, well, you better hang back because my mom specifically said she wanted to meet both of you. Oh, I'm Ooh. so excited. Yeah. I do have to cut out. I'll say hi really quickly and then I'll be like, hi, bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> like, hi, this one bye. sucks at CrossFit. Bye. <laughs> I'm going to be like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm in such high demand like usual. I got to go. But I'll give you a quick autograph i'll talk to her enough for the both of us <laughs> you usually do <laughs> all right so gym equipment what do you guys want to say about that any thoughts so for a fun fact i used to sell fitness equipment at the good old sears back in the day i was a 23 year old hot shot lead of a department Ooh. was this quality equipment <laughs> or was it like what i imagine is in the back of a walmart It always depends on what your price point is. If you want good quality, you could always get life fitness and you can find life fitness pretty much anywhere. But I mean, most people went for like the middle of the line, which was like Nordic track. But if you really wanted the cheap one, you wanted the walking treadmill. And there are different types of treadmills, different types of ellipticals, different types of weight sets. And it's really fun trying to learn about all of that. Did they actually like have you learn this stuff before you went in or were they just like, yeah, this is this is what we sell? I mean, like you go in and they're like, you figure it out as you go. You know, you learn. When I was a lead, I did get to go to Sears Corporate and get vendor training, which was fun. We got drunk on the company dime. We were hitting up the Buffalo Wild Wings like it, there was no tomorrow. Getting drunk at a Buffalo Wild Wings is what I expect of people who work at Sears. <laughs> <laughs> seven modellos in and then you know everything about selling i tell you to circle back i think something that would be kind of interesting to discuss is pandemic prices on equipment Ooh. what's worth it and what's not this kind of started obviously march of 2020 but when the gym closed and everything shut down all of a sudden uh, i was in a pinch and i really wanted gym equipment I think like everybody else, but I've noticed prices have not gone down a year and a half later. People are selling their used Concept2 rowers for like $2,000 on eBay and they're getting it. Brand new, they're $900. So that's kind of wild to me. And it seems like things are kind of picking back up. Production is picking back up. Gyms are opening back up. Do you think these new prices are going to like stick? Or do you think people will go back to like wanting to be in the gym? Because I think there's a little bit of a culture shift now to working out at home. I think a lot of people realize they actually like it better. I mean, it's interesting what you said. The prices for the home gyms are now starting to be so expensive. It's like 10 bucks for a Gold's Gym membership or a Planet Fitness membership. At this point, I think the shift is home gyms are more expensive than gyms themselves. 
just for the pandemic standpoint, but there was like a mad rush from that. And I think that created so much demand. And of course the supply couldn't keep up with it. So it's going to be inflated for a long time until we get back to the point where, you know, manufacturers are making more than they can, more than the demand is. I don't know, something economic. I think you should keep an eye on Facebook Marketplace. That's what I think. There's people are grabbing this stuff up and it's going to sit there for a couple of years and then it's going to end up back on Facebook Marketplace. That's what I think. Having a home gym is is nice. I've got home gym equipment, but I almost never use it because I prefer going to the gym. I use it when I can't go to the gym. And I think those people will keep their stuff. You know, there, there definitely will be people who bought gym equipment because they work out regularly and now they were put in a place where they can't work out with their people in their comfort zone so this is their backup plan right and it'll remain their backup plan and they won't get rid of it but there are also people who are like i'm gonna get fit this is my opportunity to change my life and i hope some of them did but we know damn well that that wasn't all of them and so eventually someone's gonna run out of space get and or someone's spouse is gonna get pissed off with them the shit's going to end up on the internet again. Yeah, it's kind of funny because once uh, Revival lent out like some equipment, we had two bars, we had like dumbbells and a wall ball. I got really into working out at home. Like I would really look forward to it, but I was, you know, I was lucky enough that I was living with Malcolm and then Luli was living with us. So she would work out with us. So it was almost like a little tiny community, but even by myself when they didn't want to, like I looked forward to it. And at one point out during the pandemic, I was like, oh, I could definitely see myself using a home gym. I love this. But the second I was back in the box, I was like, oh, no, oh, no, no, I will never do this at home. So I think when that option was taken from me, I was really into uh, having a home gym where now we have the rower and the bike. I wouldn't mind having like maybe a couple pairs of kettlebells just to just to get something in real quick. I think that draw for home gym kind of left as soon as I realized 90% of the reason I go to the gym is to talk. I mean, I have a 30 pound kettlebell that's just sitting around if you want it. Oh, that's so nice. I panic bought before the pandemic. I'm not going to lie. Ooh. But I learned my, my, I learned my lesson and I'm not going to panic buy gas. Especially because I went to six gas stations this morning trying to get to work. So I used the last of my tank trying to find gas so I can get gas to get to work. The circle of life. I did pandemic buy a pull-up bar like a door jam pull-up bar. And then I pulled a trap using that. And then like a foam roller. I didn't really get anything else because it was so expensive. Everything got so expensive so fast. Michael, did you pandemic buy anything? Well, we didn't buy anything like because we were like, oh shit, we don't have workout equipment because we do have workout equipment. Um, we've got we've got a, a, a rack, a, a barbell, and like I think 300 pounds in plates, which like was given to me. I snagged that up from an old guy who wanted to get rid of it, right? Um, I, I really got lucky. He was a friend of the family and he was like, if you want it, you just got to move it out of my house. So I've had that and we have like a little room we have a spare bedroom that is now just a home gym so but it's not very it's like not very cozy you're pretty crammed in there like when i bench i have to like push the bench all the way against the wall and when i like take the barbell off the uh where it hangs i have to be very very careful not to hit the ceiling so like it's not the same like i'm not i'm not doing snatches in there right <laughs> but i can do like i could power lift and i could train to power lift if i wanted to Powerlifting is dumb, man. <laughs> I can get a good workout in, but we did use our first COVID relief check 
to buy vest and carrier plate. Bought one for each of us and we've used them a few times. Uh, it wasn't really like, yeah, it wasn't uh, a panic buy, but it was something we knew we were going to want to get. And we mean, just something we knew was going to be like, because, you know, when you're in CrossFit with your significant other, everything's double the price, which is awesome. Not wrong. <laughs> I will say the vest was definitely the best pandemic buy. I love having one. I don't use it as much as I'd like to, but that's just like training and other goals issues, right? But I also don't want to wear someone else's vest or community vest. So I'm just happy to have it in my trunk whenever I I need it. Why not? I use Kyle's vest all the time and it just gleams greatness. (laughs) I mean, I I heard if you absorb their sweat, then you get better, but I don't don't know. I'm suddenly good at lacrosse now. (laughs) If you like had to pick three things to have at home to get a really good workout in three pieces of gym equipment, let's do three pieces like that are maybe standard and that most people could afford. And then your three, like if you had unlimited money, like unlimited monies to buy gym things. Okay. So I'll first say this, you don't need anything, but I also know that I will not work out with body weight. I'm just not going to do it. I know, I know myself, right? I like the barbell. Start with the all the money in the world one. And that would probably be the barbell and Olympic plates. Is that going to count as one, two, or what? That's two. That's two. Okay, so the barbell and the, the rubber plates, bumper plates. And then yeah, I'll just go lazy. Uh, then the power rack. I think that's all you need. You just get a nice power rack, plates and a barbell. And as long as you have enough space, you could have a lot of fun with that. So if I had to pick luxury... I would probably pick the barbell and plates as well. And then I think I would pick an assault bike. That's a good one. That's a real good one. Because I won't run in the cold. I will not run. if Like if it's snowy in winter and icy, I'm just, I don't, mm-mm. I don't run when it's nice out. So I'm not definitely not going to run when it's cold out. I just don't run. I don't fucking run. I don't do that. <laughs> What's cardio? <laughs> so, but I will do the bike. So that would be my, my three uh, luxury luxury items i would say i would definitely do the the barbell and the plates and i probably also do some resistance bands that's a good one too well-rounded yeah well good accessory stuff that like last piece of equipment definitely was all of our personalities (laughs) (laughs) for the cheap one well i think everyone should own their own jump rope hands down so jump rope is something i say everyone should get say if you're gonna go with some type of resistance you want you're, you're thinking cheap you're thinking affordable versatility i would go with like a 35 pound kettlebell there's a lot you can do with that there's some easy stuff you can do with it you can make it more difficult but it's still like a good weight and then hmm, i think if you're going with cheap i would i would go with the resistance bands then solid i know i'm trying okay let me see i'm gonna say a door jam pull-up bar even though I pulled the trap using it. That's not happening over 200 pounds, by the way. You'll be ripping your door off. Trust me. <laughs> Maybe a pipe, like those pipes from Lowe's, and I'll just screw it into the deck. <laughs> yeah, go to your garage. Get one of those garage ones. <laughs> and then I would definitely pick, I think for me, I would pick a pair of 25-pound dumbbells um, because I would just go more volume. And then I could get in some accessory work still with those. Like I could do curls with those. Maybe I could do the overhead, you know, to triceps. I definitely couldn't do those side raises. You need like a quarter pound weight when you're doing those. Those are tragic. And then I might actually pick a weight vest. Is that budget though? I guess you could get you could get a budget one actually. No, that's fair. Yeah, you can, you can get, yeah, you can get a budget one. I mean, the one that I got was like maybe 
40 50 dollars and you know what's funny is i like yours so much more than i like mine i have the 511 like tactical one and i love it it does fit nice now that i figured out how to make it fit it took me two years or a year and a half of having it and malcolm to really be like that doesn't fit you we're gonna fix it but i would get like big big ass like i had one here even from the last time i used it like burns from it rubbing like brush burns where I think the neoprene ones and yours is a neoprene one Mm. I don't know they just don't rub and that's what I would I would really recommend that too for a weight vest I have like the condor century one the one that like they sell on rogue site I like that one just because you can change out the plates with different weights and they're like standard but like that's really the only reason I like it so much is because it's a standard um plate Cassie what's your economical home gym look like so believe it or not you can actually get a cheap barbell probably at like your uh any name brand storm store like probably like dicks in at sears a 45 pound bar was about like 40 dollars. you can get them at walmart i've seen them at walmart yeah you can get like a very cheap barbell and i would probably just get the barbell just because that means you can work on like complexes and stuff you can always do like high rep 45 pound bar stuff still going with the resistance bands as well and then i think my final thing would probably be like a 35 pound kettlebell the kettlebell's clutch as you guys know my mom just started uh crossfit she's still in that fundamental stage where she's doing one-on-ones but she's gonna start moving to the classes shortly i believe someone like her and someone like sammy are also our new member what would you suggest be like things that they get first equipment wise Jump rope. Dumbbells. 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 For to like bring to the gym, like to own. Oh, to bring to the gym. I, I mean like, so I'm talking equipment from a standpoint of like, you've just started, you've signed up. I would say jump rope, um, a pair of grips. Yeah, grips. And just like a good pair of shoes, like a solid pair of CrossFit shoes, because when I changed from like using like my shitty runny, like Nike running shoes to like a nice flat pair of shoes, everything felt better. Like my stability felt so much better. I think you're going to get injured if you're wearing super cushy shoes, trying to do complex lifts. So those are the three things I would get. I'd say shell out the money and get the nobles and then wait for them to get here. And then when they get here a, a year later, that's when you start going to classes. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good move. A perfect plan. I think I think getting shoes is if you have the money is a good buy. The jump rope I think is a must. I actually recommend you get a a heavy jump rope um, if you can find one. Uh, you could pick up a nice cheap one for like ten bucks. That's my first rope was a, was a ten dollar speed rope, but I never was. I was only able to get a couple double unders ever, so I switched to the the RX one, like the traditional one that like the our gym used to have with the bigger handles. It is a little bit more expensive, but you can replace that rope for like fifteen bucks. And so I bought the one with the heaviest rope, and my plan is to go down and wait as I get better. Does the heavier rope help you with like double unders? It helps you learn double unders because you can like, it's, it's harder. It will be harder to do more once you get good at it. I can like feel that rope as it goes around. I know where it is. Um, that was actually a, a tip from Louie. Louie had the heavy rope and suggested that we get one. And yeah, I don't regret it at all. I also suggest like Maybe not immediately, but once you're no longer going light for the sake of learning form, I suggest wrist wraps and a, and a belt. Knee sleeves too. Yes. 
That's one thing I have not gotten. You should get those. I am getting older, so I need my knee sleeves. Oh, Vic must have gave you that tip. (laughs) He gives it every time. He just keeps forgetting. What's one piece of equipment in the gym that you think is really underutilized? The ski. The skier. I love the skier. Yeah, that's just... how many do we have thing? You know what? This might be a little cliche because I just did it for the first time this week, but I'm going to say the sled because I had a lot of fun pushing that thing. I think grunt work is often uh, underutilized in general. So I'd like to see more ski or sled work incorporated. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. No, I actually, um, it's funny because all week I've been really the last like two weeks, I've been testing out my one rep maxes to get like a new baseline now that I've been given the the green light and my my maxes haven't decreased very much some of them haven't decreased literally at all and that's like a year and a half of not being under a heavy barbell but I 110,000% accredit that to like all the grunt work that Cassie has like made up for us basically from June till now and then we did all those track workouts too but I think all of that work really like hits your core and it's and you have to have good form or some of it you just can't do like you can't not be bracing your core and carrying the yoke like it's impossible even like the battle ropes like all of it it's so core intensive like just moving heavy objects that I do think that is the only reason I've maintained like as much strength as I have and, and improved. I've definitely improved, but I do agree with you overall that the grunt work is, I think people don't want to do it because I think they're more intimidated by it than anything. Well, nobody wants to push a sled down like 100 meters. Nobody wants to take time out of their day. They want to do all like the fancy stuff, like the power cleans. Everybody wants to do like the deadlifts. Everybody wants to do, you know, like a handstand push up. When you take the time to actually like get out there, get the sled out, that's a workout in itself. You have to want it. You have to want to have to do the grunt work. I think only people who are good at grunt work like doing grunt work. People who want to be better at CrossFit do grunt work. I was going to say, I am good at nothing. I am good at absolutely nothing. That's why Martin's so good at CrossFit. I see a long chipper and I get excited. That's grunt work. That's the basis. You get that sled out and you start pushing it. That's your grunt work. That's your chipper. Yeah, I'm, I definitely like the grind. One thing that is really underutilized are the ring rows, like the the rings, um, for a lot of reasons. I think people want to do pull-ups because it's like sexy, you know, it's, it's, and it's a big goal for a lot of people. And especially women who come in and like, that was my very first goal. I want to do pull-ups. And, you know, I just did a couple every day. And then I literally never did ring rows again. So I was like, that's, and then I was talking to Martin actually and I was like you know my deadlift that was the only lift that changed for me my deadlift went down 20 pounds which makes sense with a back injury but I was like Martin what do I do to get my you know get my deadlift back up and and over you know how do I fix this and he was like real low ring rows pull all the way through nice and tight every single one he's like and just do them for volume it's gonna get your grip it's gonna get your back he's like it's it's going to get all of those same muscles without fatiguing that low back ever since I've been doing them. And they're so hard. Why are ring rows so hard? They are not a scaled movement. We did Festivus a while back and you guys, you guys did it scaled and you had ring rows in one of the wads. And I remember sitting there watching you guys when your team was going, I forgot who I was talking to. And I just said, man, I'm so glad I'm not doing those. And they're like, what? And I was like, it's pull-ups for us. I'd rather do pull-ups than ring rows. 
you can't do a kipping ring row. You can't right. make a ring row easier. <laughs> yeah, <They're> exactly. <laughs> I get up there and I flail like a I flail like a dying animal and I drop down and we're done. <laughs> you know what a kipping ring row is? A no rep. I told Kyle, like when we do our in-house competition, I said ring rows should not be a scale. They should be our rep. I think you'd get a lot of people that way. Because when I did them for the first time and I can bang out strict pull-ups and I can do high, pretty high volume kipping pull-ups, and those ring rows, I was able to do like literally 10. And then I had to scale it to like six and then to four. It was tragic. I actually think I would have enjoyed that ring rows in a workout way more than I would have enjoyed wall walks. Because I feel like you actually find out who's fit when you see someone do ring rows. What's of a piece of equipment makes you roll your eyes or upset when you see it like on the whiteboard being pulled out or being present in general? <laughs> For me, it's never like a piece of equipment that I don't like. I think it's more like the movements. So if we're going to have to go with uh, association, I'd probably say the pull-up bar because to toes to bar. So boo that. There's, yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing I can really think of. Maybe, I don't know. Cause I do, I enjoy, I enjoy that. Maybe the assault runner. But even then, I actually did that for a little bit and, and it was fine. I feel like all of the cardio machines people really, really hate. Like if you, it's only because they don't do them. Like if you just do- The assault bike. <laughs> okay, the assault bike is not bad. You just have to do it every day for six months and then it's just not bad anymore. <laughs> you know what? You're, you're good at the assault bike if you break out the sled and work your legs. For me, it's actually a kind of a cheat answer. If there's no equipment, because I don't want to do body weight shit. <laughs> if I look at, I'm like, oh, wait, there's nothing. Burpees and air squats and running. Yeah, we're gonna go. Answer. We're gonna we're gonna go back tomorrow. We'll go back tomorrow. I do hate snatches in a workout because snatches are hard, and I hate it one because I just I personally really hate snatching. Well, that Saturday workout, man, that was like rough. It was like literally just snatches and burpees to a target for forty. For me and Malcolm for 40, 46 minutes for us because we finished it, but the time cap was like 30 minutes. I sometimes have an issue because unless you come in and like you've proven that you're proficient at it, you shouldn't be allowed to do it in a workout. Like you should have to put Ollie and train it because it's just, I feel like people get jacked up shoulders in CrossFit and I think it's from snatching. I do have a problem with high volume Olympic lifts at times. Sometimes it's irresponsible. That workout was a lot. I mean, some of that's on you too. You're going in there. You should scale it appropriately. <laughs> you should always scale appropriately. That workout, I may, probably should have scaled. Didn't Mary tell you to scale? Yeah, she did. I I finished it and I didn't walk away injured. I did not finish in the time cap though. It, it, was, one of those, it was one of those workouts where I knew I could do. I knew I'd be fine. I knew it would take me longer than it probably uh, should take someone to do. The real kicker there was uh, I had Sammy as a partner. And since she's never done snatches, we had her doing uh, some really light dumbbell snatches. I would put the barbell down and, and be trying to catch my breath. And she'd be like, okay, I'm done. And I'd be like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, I guess I'm going again. <laughs> That's a good point, though. You know, because I did, I actually did scale the snatches. It was supposed to go like, what, 65, 75, 95, 105 or something like that. It was 55, 65, 75. And then some, for some reason, a 20 pound jump to 95. Okay. So I did 55, 65, 75, 85. No, maybe I, I stopped at 75. I did two or three at 85. And I was like, no, I'm not gonna, I'm just not doing this. And I did rip my hand open, but 
I think when you're more experienced, like if any of us got hurt doing a movement, that's, I feel on us because we know, we know our bodies and we know what we are capable of. I guess it's new people, which like you said, they scaled it for Sammy. Sometimes I just see snatches and then there's like new people and you got to learn somehow, but I just don't feel like 10,000 of them is the way to learn really fast and work out for time. No, definitely not. But I also know I can do 135 for at least 30 reps, right? I've done, I've done Isabel. Just add a shit ton of burpees and, and more snatches at lower weight and it's the same workout, right? Oh, please. The burpees were a rest. The burpees, the burpees actually were a rest. That's saying something because I'm terrible at burpees. What piece of gym equipment do you find? And I'm going to exclude barbells. You cannot say barbell for this. What piece of gym equipment do you find the most fun to use? I'm going to say the, the the rope. I love using the rope. Like the climbing rope, not the battle rope. Yeah, like the, the like the climbing rope. It's fun. It's flashy. It's a sexy movement. Very functional. Plus, when we do like the Legos rope climbs, those are mad impressive. They are. I agree. That was going to be my answer too, was the rope. Great minds take alike. Cheers to you. Just like variety. It really depends because any any piece of equipment I'm going to get like roll my eyes if I'm seeing it too much. But I do like variety. It is the spice of life. I'm coming in every day and it's a fucking plyo box on the, out there. I'm not going to be happy. But if I haven't seen it in a while, I'm ready to do some box jumps. Roo. Box jumps are the one thing that like mentally, oh God, I have such a hard time with them. And I never did. I used to love them so much. And then when I couldn't do them and then I came back, now I am so, every single one is so like, I am so meticulous with them because I am so afraid of falling and I don't know where that came from. So when I see box jumps out, I'm like, uh, for a while I was just avoiding them. Like I was just cherry picking those wads, but, but I have to actually practice. I think that's something I need to take some personal time to start using. Just go slower. I go slow with everything. <laughs> just have some fun with it it's a it's cliche as it sounds you know slow smooth 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 is fast you said that so fast it was like smooth smooth smooth, smooth oh, fast. Uh, <laughs> it's counterintuitive yeah you're slurring your words a little bit so that's all this diet pepsi was there any equipment that you were intimidated by when you first walked in Ooh. i actually asked my mom this question and she was like no nothing really intimidates me i just don't know if i'm ready for some of it yet I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like she, she's excited to learn how to use the stuff. Yeah, I'm kind of with your mom on that one. Nothing really intimidated me. So I do a lot with, I do, I learn a lot by watching. So then I watch other people do it. Of course, what got me into CrossFit was like all the documentaries. So I was watching people do like the ski erg and I was watching them on the bike. So I kind of like figured out how to do it from there. So nothing really intimidated me when I walked in. The the rope intimidated me because I'm not very good at it and we have only so many. So if I'm climbing the rope, I was always like nervous that I was going to be going too slow or taking up someone else's like time, you know, especially when you have that imposter syndrome and you're like, I don't belong here, you know, and then there's someone waiting there and you're like, oh, I got to I got to hurry up now. And then there's just me like hanging Doing rope climbs was a little intimidating for me at first, but now that I don't care. <laughs> I think that's part of like what is so great. Um, and maybe not all gyms are this way, but I think like if you took like a long time on the rope, but somebody knew that's what you're working on. I mean, everybody would just be happy for you. I've gotten a, like applause and like people cheering me on when I was doing like knee raises. <laughs> and taking up like time and space and I was the last one just because people knew that was something that was like 
just, well, everything was hard for me when I came into the gym. I was 120 pounds with no core stability and wonky hips, not even 100. So that is one cool thing about CrossFit where like versus at a Globo gym, like when you're taking up space too long, people get annoyed. Although I will say this is a PSA for anybody taking too long on the, on the uh, climbing rope. Thank you. We want you to go ahead because we need the rest. Thank you. Like more often than not, I will say, go ahead, take your time. Because I just want to rest a little bit. <laughs> I meant to apologize to you, Cassie, and I never got a chance. I totally stole your GHD and then took longer than I anticipated on it. That's fine. I wasn't going to finish anyway. That is definitely a uh, a piece of equipment that... Uh, that is, that's a very intimidating piece. I like yeah. it. And it is that is actually an intimidating piece of equipment because you're told how hard it is and that it's like a butt kicker. And it is. Uh, I was actually talking to Anna today about them. And I said, like, you know, the first time I ever got on i only did five and i i I was like felt actual pain the next day and it was only five i've never done them before right and then i got to them the only reason why i'm like a little bit like i I know what number like today's number of sit-ups there's no way i would have been able to do that many ghds that was 90 yeah that's a lot uh especially for someone who's not very good at them but i now have at least enough in the bank to where i know when and when not to right or to start, I saw quite a few. I didn't do the wad today. I, w- I did open gym. I saw quite a few people start with GHDs and then switch over to the sit-ups. And I thought that was a good move. Like they knew where they were. Um, one, another PSA, a really good one. Um, most gyms have, and most people never use. I think I'm, I think me and JC are the only two people I've ever seen on this piece of equipment. The reverse hyper. Me, me, and, G- me and JC on it because we both hurt our backs. So building up that low back strength, I like I that was one of the only things I was really able to do to build up back strength. I've been given the go ahead to do good mornings again, but I really recommend like it's it's an uncomfortable piece of equipment when you first start using it and you feel really awkward because you're just like bending over As, at our gym. It like your butt is facing the whole class. Ours is in a, a really poor position. And, and Dave gave me the go ahead. He was like, move it wherever you need to move it to make, make yourself feel comfortable. He's like, but it's more of a table for us than anything. Yeah. <laughs> that's, where th- that, that's not a piece it's of equipment. True. That's where I throw my gym bag when I'm doing Ollie class. So if you're somebody who is taking the extra time to do work um, outside of just the standard class, I highly recommend jumping on and just doing like three sets of 10 with no weight at all. Um, and kind of, kind of building up over time, you know, a lot of people, I didn't realize the reason back injuries are so common is lack of core strength and like low back strength. And it, I mean, it makes sense, but like, you would think I'm in the gym every day, three and a half years at that point. Like I shouldn't get a hurt back. I wasn't doing, I wasn't doing the extras. I wasn't doing the grunt work. I wasn't doing the core stability. Highly recommend it. That hyper reverse hyper is going to be ticket. Any last points before we talk about this pod wad? I want to tell a fun story about the first piece of fitness equipment I sold. So I was working at the uh, Sears in, in Annapolis. So this was the first treadmill that I had sold. This lady came in and she bought a treadmill. She bought like one of those warranties because that's where we made our money. That's for anybody out there who's listening to this. That's how we make our money. That's why they push so hard for it. Yeah. So she bought that for some reason, like, Two of the other associates were just standing behind me, smiling the entire time. And I was like, what's up? And they were like, you don't know who that is? And I was like, no. Apparently it was the mom from like Love and Basketball. And she was also on like All My Children, Debbie Morgan. Very cool. Yeah. So apparently she like lived in Annapolis and was like buying fitness equipment. 
yeah i looked her up on imdb afterwards i was like oh yeah that was the lady i sold a treadmill to so i had no idea fun fact that is cool she probably enjoyed that you weren't like oh my god are you from and you were just like hey you should get the warranty she probably was like oh my god this lady doesn't know who i am did she get the warranty she did get the warranty she has the money for it she really should yeah she does help assist out that's all i have cool so podwad was a sled push but it was not just a sled push it was uh sprint sled sprint yeah there we go from last games and it was a lot of fun i did it in one well i did it with cassie and i did it ladies rx first because i've never pushed a sled i did pretty well so i said i have to do this rx (laughs) Uh, i think i did it 119 which sheesh yeah i was pretty happy with that you Uh, bet how did you ladies do I don't remember how I did. Yeah, I did it the first time with you. I think I was like five meters short with how I distanced the run. So with that short distance, I think it was what, 114 or something like that? Yes, yes. So I'm going to add a second to that and say 115 just to make up for the extra like five yards. Okay, that's fair. Michael, I can't find where you sent it to me. I feel like my time was 123.26. I think it was. It was around there. I think that's what it was. And I actually feel like I did it exactly the same or pretty close the first time I did it. I had zero improvement. But that's okay. The end, that the sprint, first sprint, I I was great. Uh, then the sled was great for the first 50 meters. And then 25, it got a little slower. And that last 25, I was just, I couldn't. And then um, the best part is the deer legs. That the baby deer legs for the first like 50 meters. And then it's over. Dude, Malcolm did it in like, a minute five or something like that and watching his run it was like the uh, like it was so ugly it was so awkward and i was like damn he's going so fast for someone who's running like their legs don't work have you ever seen like when an mma fighter like breaks their leg while they're like fighting and then they go to like step on it and it has a like gumby look to it as they then they fall over it was like both of his legs were Gumby legs. They were moving ways they shouldn't be moving, but they just kept propelling him faster and faster. So it's my week this week, and I have two ideas in my mind. So I'm going to give you ladies an unknown choice. It's either going to be heavy barbell or a quick Metcon. You guys have to decide together. I feel like we're thinking the same thing. <sighs> heavy barbell. Yeah? Yeah. All right. So I don't know if you guys know this, but the Rogue Challenge dropped another Rogue Challenge. That's what we're going to do. Are you guys aware of what it is? Gardner told me because he's so excited to do it. The Bella Complex? Mm Mm-hmm. What is it? Find your heaviest load for the following unbroken complex. One clean, one shoulder to overhead, one front squat, one shoulder to overhead. I love this. I'm very excited. Five minute time cap. And unlike most CrossFit competitions, this is weight classes. Ooh. It was for the pump and row too. I think that I think that's clutch. I think that is something that they should be doing anyway, right? Uh yeah, I really like the fact that they added weight classes so some big dude can't come in here and just take the grand prize, right? Oh, that'll be so fun. Just for fun, what was the Metcon gonna be? I'm curious. It was going to be Fran. <laughs> Damn it. We should have chosen that. Oh, I'm so glad we didn't choose that. <laughs> Damn it. My last time 
like really good. I'm never gonna meet that. You're never gonna do it again. You're like, nah, it's that's it. Oh, I wanna, I wanna know what my brand time would be now. That's the only reason why, because that was my one going in, and then I thought of the Bella Complex, and I was like, damn it. Uh, That's gonna be very fun. uh, You can send us um, emails at watermouth at gmail dot com. You can DM us on Instagram at watermouth. Definitely like it. Leave us reviews. You know, do all that fun stuff. We appreciate it. You can support the show financially if you want to at paypal.me slash live, laugh, wad. goes to our LLC. And then it also, you can find my meme page at live, uh, at live underscore laugh underscore wad. Live, laugh, wad. For memes, you can laugh, you can yell at me, do any of that stuff. I just want attention. You can uh, find me at, on Instagram at prep it real good. You can see what I eat, see what I meal prep, see what my meals look like. It's a great time. And you can find me at Buddy Bro Fitness. He's Buddy. I'm Dude Bro. Watch us work out. <laughs>